Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another Happy Pod, the only podcast in the world. My name is Nathan. As always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host as we go on this adventure through time. No. Um, <laughs> what do I say on this one? Um, He's, uh, the only podcast in the world. Um, and then you, I think you just intro me and then I oh. then you I do my thing. You tell me to shut up. I'm joined by you. I don't care much as much about this one anymore. Now that <laughs> still our legs is popping off. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that in the first 30 seconds of this episode, Nathan. No, oh, yeah, we care. put less effort in. I we don't do give care. a fuck. I just don't try as hard. <laughs> anyway, my name's Nathan. I'm joined by this gun here. His name's Lawrence. Hello. <laughs> is all that staying in? <laughs> yeah, well, we've always said editing. full transparency. Yeah, it's not that I. It's not that I don't. I care very much about it. I just like he's loose, you know. I like. Yeah, it's like there's there's it's far less people. likely to succeed this one. Yeah, there's fewer people listening to it. This is a little niche <laughs> thing, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll be a little bit loose on here. <laughs> oh, speaking of being loose, Nathan, this is the show where <laughs> each week. We get together to discuss something in the realm of pop culture. It could be a movie, it could be a telly show, it could be a video game. But the main thing is that we do so without any of the toxic discourse or effort that we put into Still Got Legs. How are you today? Lots of toxic discourse lately, I feel like. I feel like it's getting more and more toxic. So clearly this podcast is failing in its mission. Yeah, yeah. So. We, we, you mean we haven't been the one shining light in the discourse that we we said we would always be? Exactly. We're, we're what, do you mean? what do you mean against... more discourse? I feel like everyone's just yelling about stuff these days. I think that's just 
part of us with how it's always been, maybe if not a bit louder. Have you been focusing on more things? Is your algorithm just showing you more negative Nellies? Well, I don't know. I just I just feel like it's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what are we here to do, Lawrence? Uh, we're here to talk about a movie that was suggested to us. For it's true. Yeah, sometimes people suggest movies to us. You can do that by going onto our Twitter. Uh, if you go to the pin tweet, there's a little link to a Google form uh, where you can fill in and put in a suggestion. Um, and this was suggested by Caleb from Florida in the United States of America. That's hey. a wonderful place. Home of the, the Gators and theme parks. That's what I know about f- Florida. Yeah, the only to be fair, the only things I've ever heard about Florida is that the people that live there don't like living there. But I think that's by and large kind of the, the same with every, every. I mean, I hate living in England, so yeah, everyone hates living everywhere. Anyway, uh, Caleb also provided a, uh, a summary of why he believes uh, why they believe we should cover it, um, uh, and they say very good movie. Watched for the first time recently and think it's a good movie to talk about to discuss with others. So, well, we'll we'll test that theory, shall we? Let's let's yeah, have mean, a look. That, that's what we're doing here. That's the whole point. <laughs> that is what we're doing. So thank you, Caleb, uh, for that suggestion. Again, if you do want to suggest uh, something to us, uh, just hop on over to our Twitter at Still Got Legs Pod. Um, no, fuck, uh, at another happy pod. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Uh, at another happy pod, and you'll be able to, to see the link in the pinned tweet. I will say, though... Um, mm. We are kind of plan. Well, I say we. I'm a planner, um, <laughs> and like, and we do have a schedule, and and a, quite a lot of this year is already planned in advance. Um, there are several blank spots, and we there are. we've also been very known to move shit. It's true, depending on what we want. Yeah. It's true, we can move stuff around, but you know, still, like, it, it just might take us a little bit to get to it. Is all I'm saying. Because uh, yeah. right now, the next free space we have isn't until July. So. <laughs> So, no, there'll be a backlog, but I do want people to send them in because this mm. this this uh, system is very beneficial for me and Nathan, who famously have very different movie tastes. Yes, and therefore always disagree about what to put. <clears throat> Every single thing yeah. that we end up recording, just know there's probably been about at least a five minute discussion on the merit and worth of us talking about it, and who and who's gonna scream out of stress first. And by discussion, he means argument. <laughs> yeah, that's always what I mean by yeah. discussion. Yeah. Anyway, let's have a discussion about The Thing from 1982. Was that code? Did you not like it? Are we going to fight? Let's have a discussion about The Thing from 1982. Lawrence, have you seen this movie? I'd seen this movie for the first time about seven-ish months ago. Seven-ish months ago? Yes, and then again today. How about you? Had you seen this? No. This is a straight up. You you were a the thing virgin. I was a the thing virgin. Hadn't seen it. Knew next to nothing about it to be honest. I knew. Oh really? Okay. I knew like kind of two things about it. I had like heard like the the practical effects and makeup are very good. Like this is often mm-hmm. hailed as like the the gold standard of practical effects and stuff. Um. So I knew that, and then I I. Like, had a vague idea it was kind of about, like, a monster, but I always thought it was, like, a bear or something. So, okay. clearly okay. quite wrong on that. On that. Had, you, had you seen the very famous poster of the person in a coat with a big glowing face? Uh, not a glowing face. I remember seeing, and I think this was a, a video game cover, because I think there's a video game of it. Um, okay. Maybe I'm wrong on that. 
But I, I remember seeing a poster and it's like a person in the snow, but like with, with a hood up and you see them from the back. So no face, just like a hood. And you oh, see okay. them in the snow from the back and they're like crouched over in the snow or whatever. So there is a video game. Um, I don't know anything about it other than, you know, the ambiguity of this movie's ending. Yes. It's so often, this is often, this has been hailed and we'll get to it, but this has been hailed as one of all of cinema's all-timer endings. Apparently this ending is incredible according to most, right? Well, we'll see. And then I know that the video game that apparently came out like years and years after is just like, all of that ambiguity, here's some solid answers, we're doing some things. Here's a big <laughs> boss battle instead, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, shoot his glowing spot, quick. Something yeah, like and it, it's his face. He's got a glowing face. <laughs> oh, great, yeah. <laughs> okay, perfect. Kurt Russell twatting with the fucking flamethrower. <laughs> I, I kind of get that, though, because... Mm. I'm, sorry, going back to the video game thing, because it's a video game. If you if you have a video game and you end it with this like ambiguity sort of thing, you're like, oh, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, but I also I think there's there's an argument to be made that it didn't need to be a video game, even though the premise I mean, yeah. would hold up. Like Five Nights at Freddy's is exclusively walking around a dark place hunting big things that are trying to kill you. No, it's not. You don't walk around. You don't walk around. What do you no, do? No, you're staying in the security room and you look at cameras. Have you ever seen any Five Nights at Freddy's gameplay? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, like, I've seen bits. I've never sat down and watched someone properly play it, no. It's, it's, you're in a room, you've got to check cameras. And that's all it is? Yeah, but it's like it's quite good. It's quite scary, though. How'd you kill the bears and shit? You don't kill them. You have to hide from them and stop them trying to kill you. Why would you keep going into work if this happened? You need money. <laughs> Not worth this. Times are tough, Lawrence. I'm going to get a fucking castle, all right? Oh, don't turn this into my fucking, your class war against me. You fucking Tory <laughs> over there. Fuck, I'm not a Tory. I'm not. Fucking dirty Tory. I don't like them. Um. All right, so yeah, so you knew pretty much next to nothing. You thought it was a big bear. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a bear or something. I certainly didn't know it was fucking aliens. When this movie opened up yeah. and there was a spaceship, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? What is oh, this? Incredible. I had, no, I had no idea. I would have loved to experience this for the first time knowing as little as you knew. <laughs> I tell you, there were like, I should have like a Twitch channel or like some kind of reaction channel because my <laughs> face watching this movie would have been a fucking picture made. Yeah. There were several times where I was just like, like, I mean, yeah. that's nothing for the podcast listeners, but like, just did a, a big face, just a big face, like a big old reaction. And um, I will say, okay, first of all, right off the bat, I have never felt more betrayed than I have when it comes to a dog in a movie before okay <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> because like this movie opens up and there's like a there's like a dog running through the fucking arctic desert and then yeah. there's like a helicopter like chasing it and some guy trying to shoot it and i'm like what the fuck are you doing leave, leave this poor dog alone leave this poor little pup alone and then he like comes to the base and he's like oh i'm swedish i'm gonna kill you all or whatever and then like and it's such fucking... a lovable dog at first nathan it's, it's just licking everyone it's a beautiful little husky he's he's trying he's trying to survive and make friends and everything i'm like oh the poor little guy like he's he's so mm. friendly um not big fucking alien monster man big fucking <laughs> oh my god man what a what a roller coaster what a roller coaster of things that happen in this movie things in the thing did you like it overall what are your general thoughts what are your general thoughts on it so i really like it I okay. I think it's 
it's like a great horror movie in the sense that it, it's it really focuses on what I love about horrors the most, which is that sense of deep paranoia that builds mm. and this mm. stressful, tense scenario. Um, mm. I like that it doesn't ever cheap out. Like so, what we've spoken about um, in horror movies, there's like the, just these like fucking pseudo jump scares that are purely there to get a rise from you because they need to raise your heart rate every five minutes or something. And this isn't like that. Every scary moment in this has like a, a fairly decent chunk of time devoted to it and i also think it's it does what any good close-knit horror does is it makes you evaluate the humans just as much as the threat itself well the humans kind of are the threat well that there's an argument to be made that they are yeah yeah because you you don't the whole thing about it is the paranoia and the fact that you don't know um yeah i look it's (laughs) (laughs) sorry caleb for what might come (laughs) No, I I just think um no, I'm just trying to be cute. It's a fucking banger, mate. This is so good. Yeah! This is this is so fucking good, man. I'm so glad I went into it like so blind and really not yeah. knowing much at all because like the 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 way this movie goes and like the fucking journey it takes you on, it's it's great. And like how hot is Kurt Russell, man? Kurt Russell in this movie is the epitome of an 80s movie star, right? He's got the hair, he's got the mm. beard, he's got the icy beard. Yeah. Then he's then he's like walking around like having standoffs with dynamite and flamethrowers and flares. Yeah. Like, yeah, incredible man. He's, very, he's very handsome. Very handsome. He, he's so hot. And like, even today, he's hot. Like, he's, he, <laughs> there's, there's something about him, man. He's, he's got... How old he's, is he now? He's like... 70 something i think but like oh yeah it looks good there is something to be said about a man that's 70 that can retain that amount of hair i know he's got great hair like it's even ridiculous. to this day it's so good it's like a nice Mate, I'm, like, i am 27 as of the other day and my hair has been on the out for at least two and a half years at minimum he is a not even a silver fox he's a white fox by this point but an, an arctic fox and he looks great <laughs> We got a taste of that in this little Arctic fox, little uh, little icicles in the beard. Um, no, yeah, no one else looks as good. I don't think. I think um, Keith David comes close. A surprise, Keith, a young Keith David. He hasn't. I don't think he'd quite built up that rich timber to his voice at this point. No, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 not quite the Ramirez. Ramirez, thing, you know. Get your ass to Burger Town. <laughs> no, Burger Town. Yeah, Burger shot some <laughs> fucking GTA man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man, Burger. That that was. I'm glad we've got that out of the way. That was going to be one. Of, you know, I'm a big Modern Warfare Two lover. Yeah, you love it, right? That was one of my little things. Was just Keith David is here. He's and he's, <laughs> and he's as iconic as ever, even if he hasn't got that rich quality just yet. Um, Wilford Brimley is here. He's like, hello, I'm Wilford Brimley. I'm a doctor. Which one's I'm that gonna, one? He's, he's I'm a doctor, and then I'm going to go insane, and then I'm going oh. <laughs> to I'm going to smash up this lab. Or whatever. What great day on set for that guy. Yeah. Like, just gets to fucking take an axe to a bunch of shit and flail a gun around. Yeah. Yeah, and just shoot everyone. It's good stuff. So you spoke about the the title sequence kind of catching you off guard with the spaceship crash landing. Yeah, it it was a a bit of a shock. I like I say, for, for all I knew, this was a movie about like a fucking polar bear attacking people or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Um, but so... How clued in were you? Were you still like it could be a polar bear from space, or did you figure it out pretty quick? It could be. To be honest, I kind of forgot about that. Like as the movie went on, yeah. like it, it happened, and then I was like, "That's weird." And then it, it very quickly moves on from that. It's like, "Oh, we're in the desert or whatever." Here's a dog. Yeah. Um. So I was like, "Okay, here's a dog." Um. Yeah. It, it does feel it, like it was something that just could have 
it, it could have been omitted because it doesn't. I know it's it is an alien story, but it doesn't hold the same kind of like reverence for sci-fi that a movie like Aliens did. It's definitely a sci-fi horror movie. Um, yeah. it's, it's just it's the, just a thing, though, isn't it? Like it's well, just yeah, a little thing that's there. An alien, the alien's just a thing. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because we, we, it's it's just because it's set on a in a very Earth-based place. You know, Earth. Yeah, really. It's, I mean that look, that that will do it. Yeah, I tell you what, this would make a banger episode of Doctor Who. I think there's elements of it that very much are episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah, like, there's no. a, there's a lot of midnight. There's a lot of um, what's the new one? The new the new one where Donna is an alien and so is Wild the Blue Yonder. That's it. That's what it's called. Yeah, there are yeah. aspects of that that what that made me think of Doctor Who while watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's true, but I, I like you could you could just like. Plop Doctor Who in this, I think, and it would work. Like, <laughs> and he would solve the day. No, not as many people would have died. It obviously can be as like gory and like gooey and everything, but like, yeah, you make it the Zygons. You put the Zygons in the fucking <laughs> in the Arctic or whatever. Yeah. You, you got a good episode there, I reckon. It, yeah, you you would very much have to scale down the the gooeyness and the the body horror of it all. This is yeah. You said it. You said it. You said that that is the public opinion of this being very much revered as the gold standard of of prosthetics. Well, that's and like it, one of the only things I knew about it. Yeah, yeah. I did. I'd heard like people talk about like John Carpenter's The Thing, especially as like you know, you you want to do you want to see why practical effects are great. Watch this movie and stuff and like. Mm. I don't think they're wrong. <laughs> I know it's fucking incredible, man. Like that shit fucking, fucking scene insane. on the fucking where like his head just like comes off the table and shit, oh, and it's yeah. like it it no, but it looks like a dude. It <laughs> it looks like a man, right? It doesn't look like a fucking like a meat puppet or whatever. It looks like a guy whose head is stretching and coming off his body. Yeah, it's insane. It's there's like there's there's certain scenes in this movie disarms you in a way that's like. It, it, it was uh, an ongoing joke uh, that John Carpenter did, um, and it's he's he's spoken about this, uh, where he basically all the really horrific body horror stuff mm. he he made it intentional that it would be coming from the biggest nerds of the crew, like because mm. if Kurt Russell was like a spider head, it would look a bit gnarly. You'd be like, that's kind of cool. It's disgusting, yeah. but like he looks cool with his beard and his hair as a little Spider Man, but. Yeah. He was like this guy, this this guy, the guy who plays Norris, right? He's he's like in a sweater and a and a button down shirt. He's a big fucking nerd. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, his head's getting ripped clean off. He's he's become a spider. He's a a man with a, a like a twenty foot neck and he like goo and this all this like jab of the hut bile emitting from his mouth style. Like it's yeah, they're all quite uh, like gross and slimy and stuff. Mm, you yeah. get a sense if you like touched any of them, and that, that's quite like what I like about it as well, right? It's um it's passed on like an infection. Like mm. it's passed on like this kind of airborne infection to a degree, but in close contact with it, you get that sense that like even the ground they've walked on is f like covered in their goo and they're like, it's, it feels almost like a genetic thing, like a mm. part of it's, it's, it's kind of internal ecosystem that would spread itself by way of this disgustingness Yeah, to try and find as many options for hosts as possible. Yeah. Doesn't like fire though. No, no, I tell you what, that's a big old weakness. Here, yeah, it does not do well with fire. <laughs> it was like fucking, I'm going to land in Antarctica, right? I mean, that's the best place it could have landed, really. Yeah, and then he gets Thrives there and sees the Kurt cold. Russell with a flamethrower yeah. and he's like, for fuck's Fuck. sake. No. Oh, back underground for another 100,000 years, I guess. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's, there's a bit of... Um, 
There's a few scenes where Kurt Russell's been too loosey-goosey with that fucking flare while he's, like, covered in dynamite or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you, you got to watch where he's, you know, like, <laughs> waving that stuff around. You could go up in, at, at any second, mate. Yeah. And keep in mind as well, by this point in the movie, they've set the base on fire so many fucking times. Yeah. They, like, there, there could be anything in the air that would make it go up, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a scary time. Um, Have you seen... I guess... It'd be very weird if you have seen it, knowing that you'd never seen this before. But you know that there is a prequel to this movie that came out in 2011. Oh no, I didn't know. That. I I knew. I thought it was a remake. I didn't know it was a prequel. Yeah. So I thought the same until I watched it, and I watched it for work. Yeah. And I watched it. Who's in that? That's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, oh. Joel Edgerton, and mm. some other nerds. Yeah. I like Joel Edgerton. He lives on Mars. It. <laughs> no, I thought that was Joel Kinnaman. Oh, yeah, that is. Shit. Yeah, sorry. Nathan, stop confusing your I'm Joels. Getting, I'm getting my Joels mixed up. Which one was the one that was beaten to death with a club? Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, fair thing, you don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know it. Are you... I know, and people might be able to figure it out. Okay, um, right. <laughs> what? 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 Are, who? What? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a, it's not a remake. It is, in fact, a prequel. You know the Norwegian base that is visited... Uh, once in this movie. The one where they go to and they're like, oh, here's a man who's been melted together. Let's take this back to our base. That'll be fine, yeah, I reckon. That seems like a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, an entire Norwegian base that was torn apart. Um, and there's a couple of dead folk. There's uh, obviously other thing. Uh, and yes. it's actually where the dog was running from at the okay. start of this movie. But the dog is the thing. The dog is the thing. And he's yeah. escaping from the Norwegian base. So basically they went, what if this happened... No, they basically for this con for the, the concept of the remake, they went. What if we made the thing again, yeah. but in the Norwegian base, but so everyone it's... still speaks English and American? <laughs> it's... Are they are they American and English? There's some Norwegian scientists who maybe speak two lines of Norwegian before they just went. We're we're American now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that big guy from Game of Thrones is in it. The one that's like the big woman. The oh the the ginger guy. Yeah, whatever. the guy with a massive fuck off beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a prequel, but they just called it the thing again. It's just called the thing. Yeah. It what was, is it, it with John Carpenter movies getting sequels and prequels, but just just being called the the exact same fucking title as the original? If it helps you sleep at night, John Carpenter fucking hates this. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> is John Carpenter still alive? Yeah, yeah. I, I had a little check today. Um, Good yeah, on he's him. still he's still kicking, and he's made several comments about this remake being like, they just made my movie again, <laughs> and they called it the thing, and it's got the same poster, and it's the same plot. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's genuinely one of the most like unoriginal, uninspired, needless things to ever exist. But it's um, a pre. So do we like? Do we see like? Because obviously there's the the dudes who like, or the two dudes, I guess, who melt into one thing. Do we see that happen? And do we see the the dog or whatever? Yeah. So it the movie, it's pretty much the movie's entire purpose is to go. You know how legacy sequels have that thing that a lot of people don't like about them, where they're there to like explain Han Solo's chin scar and like oh, yeah. how did he get the dice and how did he get his name and all of yeah. that, all of those holes that don't need closing. Yeah. Um. The movie exists to do that. It's like, you know that guy that was sat in the chair that Kurt Russell looked at? Here's him dying. That's how he ended up in the chair. He died in that chair. Like, I got that. <laughs> I assumed oh, like he would have cut his own throat. Uh, yeah. And, and he, um, like, he froze very quickly. 
I mean, it's the Arctic, I guess. But like, yeah, I, th- I think it's because they've ripped a bunch of holes in the walls and shit, so they're very exposed yeah. to the elements. Yeah, an, an insanely odd movie, but they, they they do all like you know how in this movie they're observing them like discovering a big spaceship site under the under the ice. Mm. They have that at the start of the thing twenty eleven, and like mm. it's like look, it's a spaceship. We, we all know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, we've seen the thing, but maybe you haven't. And th- this is the worst thing, right? Because I watched this movie. Yeah. And I was like, I watched this before watching The Thing 1982. Oh, what an idiot you are. I, I didn't, I didn't like know that it was, it was a bad movie. I was just like, oh, I'll watch the pre, I'm, I'm editing it. Like I need to be thinking about it in very linear terms, right? I'm going to just watch this one and then the next one. That's the chronological mm. order of it. So I put it on and I was like, that's a bad movie, but with really good concepts. And then I watched The Thing like a day later and I was like, that's like if that movie I just watched was good. <laughs> It was such a bizarre experience watching these two films. So you you watched this movie mm-hmm. knowing everything then, basically. Knowing that it was a, a big alien boy and the dog was a monster or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I knew that before I'd even watched any of them. Like, I just knew oh, okay. that the thing was about an alien that could take on a form. Okay. Um, but I didn't really know anything about the characters. I knew that Kurt Russell was in it, because how could you not? Yeah. But, um yeah, they're, they're, I didn't know much of the the plot stuff. Um, and that did it was I know Kurt Russell was in place. it? I don't know if I did. Maybe I did. You must you must have seen that. There's a that big popular gif of him chattering his teeth with a big frozen beard. I mean, yeah, but you see a popular gif, you don't always know what it's from. <laughs> I know? do. I've seen everything in pop culture. <laughs> I mean, there's that um, that very famous gif from Rest in Peace of Carl Weathers, but where him and Arnold do the big fucking oh, big yeah. muscle handshake thing. I didn't know until like earlier uh, last year, I think, that that was from uh, Predator. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. I remember when I found that out too and I was like, huh. Cool. This changes sometimes nothing I'm, about the gif. Sometimes I'm just watching a movie and I'm like, oh, it's that famous gif. I know yeah. that. <laughs> I like, yeah, Parks and Rec every now and again it gets to that bit where Andy has a big, or Chris Pratt has a big kind of, oh, face oh, to the, the audience. Big, yeah, the big shocked face. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, Remember when everyone they every brand puts their character over that gif at some point? No, not not that I'm like cooler than you or anything, but I was watching Parks okay. and Rec like as it came out. So oh yeah, so, I know you showed me my first episode of Parks and Rec. I did. I was sleeping yeah. on the floor in your uni halls. I also um, going back to the the Carl Weathers like muscle arm gif. This is a version of that, which is. Um, it's it's Abby from the Last of Us. I don't know who else it is, but it's Abby and someone from the Last of Us doing that, which I enjoy. I enjoy that. Cool. I mean, look, she could probably body Carl Weathers in a fight. Um, wow, well, they're both pretty tough. But that's true. Rest in peace to a king, Carl Weathers. Indeed. Oh, Kurt Russell's so hot, man. <laughs> We've he's already so, done this. I know, but he's so hot. <laughs> he's he's got the hair. He's got the beard. I'm like, oh. he's actually very cold in this movie. Well, right? well, well, oh, shut up, you. <laughs> He gets frozen outside and he's pissed off about it. He's they shut the door friend. on him and then he's like, I don't care who's the thing, I'll kill every single one of you fucks. I'm cold. Yeah, this movie, it does have like periods where it's like, we're going to go over here and do this thing. And then it'll just cut. And then it'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're back from the thing. And it, that's obviously purposeful. So like, you, it drives up the paranoia. So like, yeah. you, you don't know what's happened or who's who and all this sort of shit. But it's like, all right, we're going. All right, we're back. Um, we we did it. we but now I'm an alien. Maybe. Yeah, we did this, and we're increasingly suspicious of one more person. Yeah. Whilst yeah. we did it, I was just gonna say, I, I, you wouldn't let anyone out of your sight, would you? 
No. You, all, Everyone's you, sitting in a circle. Yes, exactly. Everyone's sitting in a circle. Let's all grab shotguns and aim them at each other. <laughs> and then the fucking... Well, actually, no, you can't give an aim. We'll play Grandma's right. Whispers or something. We'll, we'll all have a stick of dynamite, all right? Yeah. And anyone moves, we just fucking go, all right? <laughs> I don't think that's very long-term. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not, but... Yeah. Uh, they do figure it out eventually in the sense that they... Um, well, they, they say that, but then even when there's like three of them at the end, they're like, "All right, you you stay here, Keith David. We're gonna go and see <laughs> the doc. You stay here alone. We're gonna go see the doctor, who's an alien, um, and maybe he's escaped, but we don't know that anyway." Yeah, but by by that point, I think they'd all resign to the fact that it's like that we're all probably gonna die. But the important thing is. We've seen the doctor's findings, right? We've seen that we we can't let this thing out. Yeah, but you you still keep an eye on each other, though. Yeah, then what I, if there's like I, another four of them and just one of you? Uh, that's true. Yeah, you 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 very quickly get outnumbered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bunch of spidery head people running around trying to distract you. Um, I do I do quite like that they they do start to slowly apply more logic to the scenario, and it's and it's the humans' own idiocy that fucks them like it's their yeah. inability to work together that gets so many of them killed yeah um because they all just start being like oh well i've got a gun yeah. so i'm gonna point it at the people that i think are weird and it's like that's not a good way to do it but then they start doing blood tests and stuff the paranoia the paranoia aspect of it is really good dude. it really is is like i mean obviously the the special effects and the the practical like makeup and and props and everything is fucking incredible but like yeah. from a story perspective the the paranoia stuff is like it's really well done and mm. like the the fact that at no point do you really know like you have ideas and you suspect people but then even the movie is like well this guy he's a little he's a little odd maybe he's the alien <laughs> ah trick he's been shot in the head and he was fine actually yeah you know? and you're a murderer now <laughs> yeah you're a murderer and kurt russell, russell you should feel really bad oh you don't care that's fine <laughs> he doesn't care he's like i guess that makes you a murderer and kurt russell's like all right dude you're strapped to a yeah. chair suck it <laughs> i don't give a fuck <laughs> it was it was very funny when like they was all strapped to a chair but then one of them turned into the thing and everyone's just like holy shit get us <laughs> yeah. out of here the bench is tipping <laughs> up and they're like ah yeah, <laughs> we're all tied to this thing. Let's let's <laughs> fucking go, mate. Yeah, I um I I I got a note. We kind of touched on it uh, a little bit at the beginning, right? With the humans being the primary threat. But what I like about this is there is uh, an element which makes you consider which one of these, like if we boil them down into the teams of the humans and the things, mm. um it makes you reconsider which is the prey and predator in this dynamic. Like I know, and I understand that the thing assimilates and copies as a means to survive and it does kill things and people in the process, but it gets to the point where the humans have this such a desperation for the truth that they kind of flip the scales and become the active hunters. Like the blood test forces the creature to come out of hiding yeah. They even say in the movie that like it's it's gonna kill to survive. It has an escape plan. It it just wants to hide or leave. But well, encountering I mean, the humans, it no, but it, it's the humans' intervention. And I understand that they were there, and they yeah. can't really help the fact that they were just living there. But it is the human intervention and the human consistent poking that gets so many killed. And yeah, but I at no point do I think this alien is just gonna 
fly off and live a peaceful life. You know? Yeah, just as the dog, Ladi Darla. Yeah. At <laughs> no point is he just gonna be like, oh well, you know, I I crashed here, but now I just want to go home and and go back yeah. to my home planet. Like Wilfred Brimley, he has that weird computer where like a few blocks appear or whatever, and then it's like, oh, it will take over the world somehow. It run a simulation on mm. his weird eighties computer. And it would like it will take over the so world. So quaint like, by today's standards. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. And it'll take over the world in like twenty seven thousand hours. I don't know how it arrived at that calculation, but mm. apparently, yeah, it'll take over everyone on Earth in twenty seven thousand hours. I do think that, that that is important to state that that is just a a projection, a simulation that he's run. That's not a cold like the thing we find out later. It is building a spaceship. Like it crashed mm. and it wants to go out. It wants to go home. It hasn't. I don't think. So do any... you think it does want to go home, or do you think it yeah. wants to get to civilization? Uh, I, I, I mean, I guess. Because to me, it was like, you know, not really. <laughs> like, well, no, like a, a civilization and its home. It, it might have lost its home and therefore has come to find a, a, another civilization. All to right, call so. Home. All right, so let's say it goes to New York City, all right, and yeah. and manages to land undetected, and you know, no one's like, oh, there's a big alien, <laughs> let's kill it or whatever, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's it's just, and he's just a guy walking around New York City. You you think that'll be fine? Do you? You think? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you no, think I'm not. Just... If he got out, that's very, very bad news. I understand that. Okay, like, I get that they had to die, but I'm there. It, I think it, again, it, it features it. it, it, it reinforces the paranoia that the the doc person there is is doing he's he's projecting those calculations he's he's had to ask the computer how long would it take for this to happen these are all his fears and concerns yeah. on the boiling point this is never once and, and i think that's part of what makes it so brilliant is that we never understand what the thing is there to do or is for like but it's it's not it's not like living peacefully though that's the thing yeah, but it's a it's a predator. It does kill to survive. This is what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. not. It, uh, this is why I don't think it just wants to go home and live peacefully. You know, like I, mm, it, yeah. I think it's come with maybe not come here with a purpose because it probably crash landed or something. But it, it's here now, and like this is why we can't let it get to to civilization like it wants to or whatever. Because because then it'll just feed and and whatever it does. No, I agree. I just think there is an interesting dynamic switch where, at first, the thing itself is far more predatory than prey. And then, at one point in the movie, it switches where the humans become active hunters that pursue yeah. it. Um, yeah. And obviously, then it answers the call and kills most of them. Yeah. But it is interesting that there is that switch where they go, no, fuck this, and start taking control back. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, Indeed. What else is cool about this? Do you like the chess scene where he tells he calls the the computer a cheating bitch and then blows it up? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's it's for the movie. It's it's a it's a, a. I might be wearing my fucking tinfoil hat, but this is this is like an analogy for the whole movie, right? Like it's a because the computer. Yeah, the computer pulls an illegal move. Like the computer. That's why he calls it a cheating bitch, right? It does. I don't fucking play chess, right? But the movie tells us that the move that the computer made to win the game was mm. not a move that is in the rules of chess. Okay. So it it basically cheated at the game and won, and then Kurt Russell went, no, I still win, and blew up the computer, which is basically 
the thing arrives. The thing manipulates and cheats by hiding in plain sight. Is that cheating or is that just a thing it can do, though? It's a thing it can do, but that's it's still like it's. <laughs> I still think the the chess scene is a reference to it because he ends up burning, like he blows up the computer. He ends up burning the whole base down to still win, irrespective of whether he dies or not. He loses the game of chess. He still wins overall. He stops the thing, or so yeah, you think. I just don't think that's cheating on the the thing's path though, because like, no. But from it's... Kurt Russell's perspective. <laughs> Uh, don't know. Look, if I can, if I have superpowers, when I use them against you in a fight, for me, I'm like, that's not cheating. I've got superpowers. But, but, where but you would feel pretty hard done by, wouldn't but you? But where are these rules we've established, though? You know, where where have we sat down and drawn up a guidebook and been <laughs> like, all right, so the rules of engagement are: you, mm. big alien creature who can shape shift and multiply, cannot shape shift <laughs> and multiply. Okay, I, I'm not talking about it to that level of nitpicking nathan all right i'm just saying it's an interesting idea that it it possesses a power over him he can't cheat the computer but the computer can cheat him Mm. so it will win by proxy unless he takes matters into his hands and burns the whole fucking thing down maybe what i'm saying yeah maybe um does keith david um is he an alien and does he drink gasoline I am so glad you asked, Nathan. Because when he like took a, a drink of that thing, I'm like, hmm. And Kurt mm. Russell's got that little smile and stuff, and like he has a little he was, sexy giggle. And he was like, he was making Molotov cocktails and stuff. He was, he was. I mean, you can do that with alcohol, but like an alcohol is famously very flammable. But like, no, but he was. He he poured out the alcohol and put petrol in it. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, so I. I mean, there's. How did you read the ending? Was that your take, or is that that a that was my kind of idea? Yeah, I, I thought okay. we we'd get a definitive answer, and I kind of like that we didn't. Um, mm. but but yeah, I kind of took it as he like he gives him the bottle, and like as as far as Kurt Russell's aware, this fucking thing isn't gonna know what gasoline is. You know, he'll take a drink yeah. and he'll if he's human, he'll go blah what the fuck and he'll whatever. But if he's alien, he'll be like, mm, yummy. Thank alcohol. you for this alcoholism <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Kurt Russell's character. I, I enjoy this, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I that's... too have had many a whiskey <laughs> in my time. But I, I say no. I do just love that. Like, like any point in this movie, like you'll just see a bunch of dudes just drinking. Like the throughout the whole movie as well. They've got like they've all got like bottles of vodka and whiskey just all around them, and like yeah, they're trying to fight for their lives here. But Kurt Russell's just walking around with a bottle of whiskey, just having a an occasional sip. <laughs> cool there's there's a big shootout. Like a guy, a, a Norwegian scientist runs in with a gun trying to kill a dog. Yeah, he gets shot in the head, and Kurt Russell opens his cabin door with a bottle of whiskey. Just finished the game of chess, and he's like, "What's all this?" And like, <laughs> there is a level of like. Like, yeah, this is just how we live, uh, which yeah. is quite fun. Uh, no, that, that, but that is intentional. You're, there are lots of moments in the movie, and John Carpenter has said this, um, that they intentionally show the consumption of things, just to show how close-knit this group is. Mm. But, you know, they pass a joint from one another. If one yeah. of them's the thing, now they're both the thing. Like, they pass a bottle of whiskey back and forth. Yeah, mm. it's it's um, the dog... Uh, licks the you know when the dog runs up and licks the guy. Oh yeah, it, do, it does that to be like if I get shot, I need a I need another thing. I need You're someone okay. else to be the thing. It's that easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, they, there's loads of ambiguity to who becomes the thing. You know the shadow, the dog when the dog walks into the room and there's the shadow. Um, of the man who is just sat there. 
and you that's supposed to be like a thing of like who did it who did the dog bite oh the yes, dog yes yes i know what you mean yes yeah that so that shot isn't anyone that's in the film he john carpenter purposely casted a different person that would resemble both silhouettes of who it could be it was me it, it was me too but oh, nice. <laughs> um no there's there's loads of stuff in it that's i'm nick friedman i'm lee alec murray and i'm leah president and this is crunchyroll presents the anime effect we are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's, it's designed to be intentionally... Mm. Um, you're supposed to look at it and find about 30 different moments that people could have become the thing. So that yeah. the moments that where they do become the thing, you're like, did I catch that? Or was that just me overthinking it like everyone else in the movie is? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. It's very clever. It's very, it very is, clever. It is very clever. It's really well done. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Um, so, so Keith David is a thing. I, I think he's the... Th- he, he, in my opinion, he is a the thing. Mm. Um. But the the prequel goes on to ruin that. But before we get there, because okay. um, the pre the prequel was like, we'll bring some new lore to the thing, and I'm like, thanks for completely totaling one of the only plausible theories of the ending of this movie. Was is it like <laughs> the aliens actually love drinking whiskey? And gasoline, <laughs> no, they actually do well, know the difference, or whatever. Yeah, the, the on the yeah they go into the spaceship and they're like, hang on a minute, there's petrol and whiskey in the spaceship. The yeah. alien is a frequent enjoyer of both and would be able to clearly distinguish the difference. Yeah. Um, no, so right, so my my personal take on the ending is that it's it's McCready's uh, Kurt Russell's character is shown to be the one that he's he's obviously the smartest. He's got the most. I mean, like I'm sure there's people scientifically smarter, but he understands like. Don't fuck with me, I'll blow us all up. He also understands, mm. let's do the blood test. Let's, you know, look... He, he's he's constantly figuring out things on the fly to give him an advantage. He's a good um, leader. He is a very good leader. Mm. Um, and I, I like that he's warned earlier in the movie not to share fluids or meals. The guy says, we should eat out of tins and we shouldn't share and cook meals together now. Yeah. Uh, he passes that information on to the crew and at the end, he obviously offers, offers Childs a drink. And yeah. I think that is very much a final test. And the test is very much when Childs drinks, he laughs. Because although that he might have lost, he still figured it out. Like, although he realizes, oh, uh, the thing made it out, mm. he's still beating it. He knows, definitively, so, I think. 
So you think he could go either way then? I, I think he could have been a the thing. And I think also that it could have, I think there's a line where he says, you know, even if one of us is got any, even if one of us has any surprises for the other one, mm. neither of us are in a fit state to do anything about it. So my, my read is that Keith David is the thing, mm. but that they'll both probably being so weak, just die there together. I mean, Kurt Russell's definitely not the thing. We saw him. Yeah, we like, stayed with him the whole time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. we like saw him fight other thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there are some theories. Do you want to hear some theories? I would love to hear some theories because there's nothing more I love than <laughs> some theories. Ending explained. Yeah. Um. So, Childs is so obviously the thing rips clothing. That's a big thing throughout the movie. Um, if it, you know, if if you've been attacked by a, the thing, you likely have some ripped clothing that you've smuggled somewhere or tried to hide. Yeah. Um, Childs is in a different coat at the end. He wears a blue coat throughout the entire movie, but at the end, he wears a beige coat. So, people oh. for a long time, people were like, "He's a the thing for that reason." Okay. However, the the four K Blu Ray re release and remaster of this shows that he is in a blue coat at the end, which has been snowed over okay so that theory's out of the water then so that theory's gone so thanks right. to the beauty of hd high definition we're able <laughs> well to no see. you say that but then also on the commentary the cinematographer went oh yeah no that's nothing that's bullshit <laughs> okay <laughs> great um so any ambiguity is out the window there he, do- yeah. he doesn't rule out child's being the thing but he says okay. people that have cottoned on to that reason for years yeah. you've been holding on to bullshit you're wrong actually yeah yeah um the other so th- and that's that's one debunk uh the mm. other debunk i mentioned from the 2011 prequel introduces some new canon they have their own version of the blood test who's um, it the aliens no the um the the norwegian team in the oh, right, okay, prequel. Got you. Got you. so they they have their own version of the blood test when i say it's the same movie it's the same movie but yeah they don't do a blood test they do another test okay um so they work out that down to your like cellular structure, the thing can replicate and create a perfect copy. But you would not be able to distinguish anything apart from body alterations, piercings, tattoos. The thing cannot copy those. It's okay. just your cellular level. How did they figure that out? I, I guess one of them had a tattoo and then it was like, look, he doesn't have his tattoo. I, I can't remember. <laughs> but Why would yeah. they have a tattoo? Uh, because well, it's, it's, adju- it's not cellular, is it? They haven't. That's a body adjustment. Like, yeah. it's like I guess if you had any plastic surgery, that's nothing to do with your genetic makeup. Yeah. So the thing wouldn't have a reference for it. I guess. Um. But anyway, so it basically it goes. But then, yeah, yeah. You see, I get pedantic about this stuff, and like oh, it please, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. It, it it like doesn't matter at all because it's a movie or whatever. And, but, and like, look, I agree. This is why I don't. <laughs> I don't. I disregard this because it it fucking ruins my interpretation of the ending of the nineteen eighty two the thing. No, but like, so if if it does it like based on like DNA or whatever, and then it just like it creates like a, a cellular fucking whatever regeneration or whatever. But yeah. it's it's based on the DNA, so no tattoos, no piercing. It's like a brand new version of you, just aged up to to whatever you are now or whatever. Yeah. But then why does it have the same haircut? And the same fucking... I don't know! You see, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. It should have, like, very long hair or something. Or no hair. Or no hair. hair. Yeah. yeah. Like Keanu Just a completely Reeves. giant, bald baby. Just fucking... It, it, it should be uh, Matrix <laughs> in the pods. 
yeah. style. Yeah. Like, shaved heads kind of thing. But then that, like, ruins it, because then you're like, oh, it's that one. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, the bold like, one. Yeah. I get it, but still. Or they know? break into the thing's spaceship, and it has an assortment of wigs. That's just um, me being very pedantic, as I often am. No, I and and please, I welcome it because any credit that is given to the theory in the 2011 version ruins how I perceive the 1982 version. Because okay. um, basically, all in all, uh, it can't copy tattoos or piercings, but in the ending of the original, Childs very clearly has an earring in the final scene. Oh, so, right, okay. By their logic, it's just Childs with an earring, normal yeah. human Childs going, sitting next to normal human Kurt Russell, going, thanks for the petrol, swig, swig. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so. It, it, it fucks it, basically. Yeah, um, well, that is not canon, officially. Indeed. Um, John Carpenter has uh, allegedly proposed, and this was years and years ago, this was like early 90s, um, John Carpenter allegedly proposed a, a sequel uh, that would feature both Kurt Russell and Keith David. So in his mind, I guess neither of them are the things, but I don't know if that's... That doesn't speak to his original intention. You can always change stuff. I mean, it could... For all we know, it could pick up right where it was. So. Yeah, I mean, it could do, yeah. So, yeah, so who knows? Both men have aged wonderfully, so who knows? Oh, um, wait, when did he propose this? Like early 90s. Oh, yeah, he could got away with it. Yeah, I think he could have got away with it. You know, yeah. this them up a little bit. 82? 82, uh, yeah. 82, yeah, fuck it, it's fine. Mate, put some ice over their face, put them in a big hood, you're, you're yeah. golden, you're fine. Yeah, it's fine. The only thing that'd be different is Keith Keith David's voice being so much more velvety <laughs> smooth and rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's only gotten better with age. It's, it, it really has. <laughs> oh, God, what, what, what a devil of a man. Mm. Um... Yeah, so that's that's my interpretation of the ending. Um, I think he's a big alien. I think he's a big alien, and I think Kurt Russell knows he's fucked, but also knows that he's also nah. fucked the alien. No, nah, I think he's a big alien, and I think that like Kurt Russell gave him the the gasoline, and then he's like, <laughs> and then like the credits rolled. But what we didn't see is that as soon as the credits rolled, he just like threw like a fucking stick of dynamite at him he just torches the shit out of him eat that bitch and then just blew him up that is very likely I think that is likely what happened I I thought because like they make a point of being like oh we're we're gonna blow the base up or whatever and they they blow the base up to be fair everything is fucking gone except Mm. for Kurt Russell's shack though like his shack is completely fine by the end of it but they're like well the base is gone so I guess we just have to freeze to death. But like your shack's <laughs> fine, you can go up there. No, but yeah. I, I just don't think they want to. That they don't want anything else. Like they need to. Oh no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they could easily just go and sit in their shack. But they yeah. do they trust each other? Nathan is the thing. Well, who knows? Who, who knows? Knows indeed. But um, yeah, good stuff. What do you think of their vibe? I liked the I liked the vibe of the guy that roller skated around the uh, the base, listening to Stevie Wonder. Is there a guy roller skating? I must have missed that. Yeah, I remember like Stevie right. Wonder playing. I remember very superstitious, but I remember a guy roller skating. Right at the beginning, he like comes in, and um, it's when they've just shot the Norwegian guy at the beginning. Okay. Um, and then a guy we meet one of the team because he roller skates into the the room where they're conducting an autopsy on him. Which one was it? Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was he looked like the youngest one. He, he like was quite youngest. a young fella. Yeah, he wasn't any of the nerds. Oh, he was, was the one that went with Kurt Russell and then ditched Kurt Russell. 
Oh, I thought he was. A, I thought he was an alien at one point. I I, I think I thought every other was an black alien. guy. The other <laughs> yeah, black the guy. other black guy. Yeah, the one who's not Keith David. Um, yeah, yeah I I thought I thought yeah because like when he came when they went to Kurt Russell's shack and they're like, hey, that that lights on in my shack. It wasn't on before. I just go mm. over there. Um, and then he came back on his own. I was like, oh, clearly he's an alien. You know? He's killed Kurt Russell. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, off I screen. He, I didn't think he'd killed Kurt Russell, but I the, done he, away with him. But he came back and he was like, Kurt Russell's an alien. So I was like, oh, well, no, he's not because he's the main character. You're an alien. <laughs> Those who smelt it dealt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I. So I like him. Um, the uh, oh, there, there's there's some fucking annoying bullshit mm. about. You know Windows, the guy that's like, I can't get through to anyone on my radio. I'm pointless. Uh, he's the one who... Is he the one they find, like, where's Windows? And they're, like, just standing over his burnt corpse. Is that that one? Yeah, I, th I think <laughs> it's that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that he's he's the one with glasses, whether that's his corpse or not. Yeah, not I sure, think because but... they pull the glasses out of, like, the burning thing. <laughs> like, is that yeah. Windows? And then they pull out the glass and, like, that's Windows. So This checks yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. There's only that's one why he's called Windows, because he was wearing glasses. I think that might be the reason, yeah. Yeah, there you are, see? <laughs> We've solved the thing. Surely um, more of them no. are wearing glasses. Yeah, they're all nerds. They're all old men. They're all scientist nerds, yeah. Yeah. Not a woman among uh, them. No, that's why Mary Elizabeth Winstead was like... Oh, there is, there is a thing about that, I think. There's a... There's like a, a weird line where they're like, this woman's coming with us because it's the 80s. Even though it's made in 2011, they have to acknowledge that like, <laughs> this is no place for a woman doing science. The Arctic is no place for a woman. Yeah. I mean, it's no place for a man either. It's very famously a very in inhospitable environment. You know? yeah. <laughs> this if this movie shows us anything, it's that like surviving is hard enough, but surviving yeah. with a big fucking thing running around, yeah, it's worse. I'd live in the Arctic, I reckon. Um... Build me a house with good Wi-Fi and good heating, and I and I think I'd enjoy it there. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That'd be I my that'd just... be my in ideal environment. Uh, what? Like I'm picturing like end of Breaking Bad, Walter White style, like running. He, he lives in Alaska in uh, end of Breaking Bad, doesn't he? I just yeah. have I, Alaska is a place I would love to live. You'd have to run I mean, down it's... the town to get your local mail. It's it's quite famously very right wing Alaska, I believe. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I I think it always votes Republican. Um, but but I, I it, it's 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 a very picturesque place. Though. It's a very beautiful place, and yeah. it's uh, and it seems to be nice and cold. But that is, Alaska, I think, it is oh, certain parts of it anyway. It's one of those places where like it's it's like it's either always daylight or always dark. Oh, it's like sit dark for six months and then bright yeah. as shit for six months. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. God damn the fucking sun. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I. I don't know. I think I'd go insane. I think I'd. I'd hate mm. to live in darkness for six months. I'd absolutely hate it. I'd love it. I think. But then when it was nice and bright, I'd be like, I like this. This no, is see, very pretty. See, see that for me, that would be the fucking insane one. If I'm like <laughs> up at three a.m. Yeah. And it's just pure fucking it's bad enough in the summer when it's 10 p.m and it's broad daylight i'm like i fucking yeah. hate this i cannot <laughs> stand this mate um so if it was 3 a.m and it was broad daylight i'd be like fuck me 
Maybe why don't we we'll get a little chalet out there. We'll book a we'll make we'll we'll create a business and I'll run it for six months of a year while you go into hibernation and then vice versa. What we'll do is we'll get them on opposite sides of the world. So like in the six months where it's it's like daylight, you live, and then I'll live in the six months where it's pitch black, okay. and then we swap. So we're always in. We'll do another holiday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll do that. That's fine. Exactly. I mean, we would probably both go insane just constantly living in either total brightness or total darkness, but... It can't be good for the soul, can it? It can't no, be good. not um, at all. I think, yeah, I think right now we live in a nice state of balance. Let's keep it that way. Um, did you like the score, which is famously mostly one note? I, I, t I couldn't tell you a single fucking... No, you don't, like the opening and then when he takes the when he takes the swig of petrol at the end and it goes, dun, 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 dun. No, I, I can't. I couldn't tell you it. I didn't notice oh, it really. Really? Oh man. Yeah, wasn't zoned in on that, unfortunately. Oh, it's so good. It's it's. Mm. This is another one of my my straw straw hat. My <laughs> this is another one of my tinfoil hat moments. But it's mm. I the score is very famously from this one note. Pretty much. I I know that there's there's under underneath backing, but its primary track is just that one note played over and over in sequence. Mm. Um, and I think there's there's something to the, the to the effect of like the isolation in this movie, like how you're everyone is very much in it for one thing, and that's themselves. They don't trust anyone. It's very singular and very standoffish. And I think that's one night, one note played over and over again, kind of highlights that isolation, which is lovely. And I think it's 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 deployed like three times in the movie. Um, but every time it does, I'm like, oh, that's a, it feels like a needle drop, which is insane to say about one note. <laughs> that is pretty insane to say. No, but yeah. dude, like, it, but it's effective, you know? I mean, like the Batman score, people go on about that uh, Giacchino Batman score, but that's just dun, 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 dun for long stretches of it. Mm. Um, it's, it's, I think there is a really good, like there, there's, there's, there's a cause for its simplicity that's quite appreciated, I think. I think I was too distracted to notice it. I was, I that, was like, that's fair, yeah. I was too distracted by, like, a man turning into a big, like, head spider or whatever. Or, like, <laughs> some dude with half his face ripped open being, like, yeah. a fucking... A big monster at the end or whatever. Like, Look, there, there's a lot to look at. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. going on here, really. Yeah. Um, have you got any other notes? Any other little things? Anything to say? Um, anything else? Um, God, Kurt Russell's hot. Kurt Russell's very hot, and let's yeah. let's call it a day there. Should we do some recommendations? I would love to do some recommendations, Lawrence, but what is that? Well, it's a good thing that you asked, Nathan. Recommendation. Uh, it's time for us... <laughs> I always go and read this out wrong. <laughs> Nathan, it's time we recommend some stuff. Uh, what we do at this point is we recommend something to each other and to you, the lovely listeners. Uh, it could be something that we've watched, read, listened to, experienced, just anything we've done this past week that we'd love to share with each other and to you. What'd you do this week? Off you pop. You always go first. You know. Oh, I don't like always going first. But I like going last. Oh, fine. All right. <laughs> Uh, I was taken out for my birthday this week. I'm, I'm, it wasn't I've... your birthday. It was. Well, not not at time of recording this week, but last week when this comes out, it was my birthday. Tell everyone how old you are. I'm 27. I'm officially in my late 20s, to much to Nathan's joy. Actually, I'll tell you what. If I can get there quick enough, I'm going to read Nathan's unhinged... Um, 
uh, First kind of, all, of I I remember the amount of bullying you did to me when I turned 27 and you were like, ha, you're so old. You're fucking, you're fucking ancient. Mate. And like, you know, how the listen, turntables. Listen, from Nathan on my birthday, imagine being 27. Couldn't be me with some skull faces indicating he was laughing at me. I said, I'm in my late twenties, but you were in your early thirties. I stay winning. And he says, I'm in my early 30s. You're in your late 20s. I'm early. I'm thriving. I'm having fun. You're late, depressed, dead. So really, I'm the younger and better one here. Checkmate atheists. Stand and by it. I, I should look, like I said, your logic is flawed, but I really, really appreciate it. It's not flawed at all. I think it's flawed. You're in your late 20s. I'm in my early... 30s okay? in terms of the indisputable facts lawrence of... i am 30 <laughs> flirty and thriving okay? okay you are 27 depressed and divorced okay no, that's not true <laughs> so stop doing this right, which one of us here is is thriving okay what you need to learn is that for the rest of time unless you find a way to reverse it you will always which be I older will. than me and i that will, will... I will fucking interstellar style go to space, okay? And you like, come back, I'm like, Nathan, I'm on my deathbed, and you're like, let's carry on with the podcast, and now I'm still younger than you. <laughs> relativity is a thing, okay? So okay. I will find a way to age slower than you, okay? Okay, all right. Aging slower than me doesn't tell me that you're, you'd still be older. No, no. Yeah, if you aged slower than me, you'd still be older, because aging is the appearance of getting older, not... The how many years time is linear you've you've lived a certain amount of years time is linear unless it's relative i'll shut up anyway <laughs> for my birthday i was taken uh, out to a lovely manor house lit by candlelight with a string quartet orchestra Nathan. a manor house a nice little manor house sounds like Tory North... activities no me. it was fun it was good they performed some of hans zimmer's greatest hits <gasps> um, hans zimmer Hans Zimmer, the did German composer. Do, uh, okay. Did they do... Uh, <laughs> that was the closing number. That was the big was finish. It? it was. Did they do... Um, uh, 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 hold on. I know this one. Um, <laughs> fuck. How's it go? <laughs> well I, got, I, I mean, I can tell you the list. Uh, <laughs> Bah, yeah, time bah, inception. Bah, yeah. Bah. Okay. Yeah. What, what's the uh, what's the interstellar one? Uh, the cornfield chase one. Yeah, I know the name of it, but how like, does it go? Oh, I can't remember. Bah, off the top bah, 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 bah. You know. You know yeah, the, uh, the big one from Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they did. They did that one. Um, they did some of the Lion King, which was good. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. That's Elton John, isn't it? Uh, no, but Hans Zimmer did the the music. Elton John. Hey, you feel. The no, love uh, to not. No, I think you know I my think favorite John did thing some of the soundtrack, about, but do you know my favorite thing about the uh, Lion King remake is is that when they what? do "Can You Feel the Love Tonight," starring Donald Glover <laughs> and Beyonce, um, it's just saying "Broad Daylight" just <laughs> <laughs> with two emotionless lions just yeah. being like just vaguely mouthing along to you, you know can how you feel the love tonight ago we did cats and then cats 2019 yes should yeah. we do that with the lion king and the lion king quote unquote live action which is an ironic title 
Maybe we should actually. That's not quite. That'd be, that'd be a very fun idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, quite well, let's that. suggest it if you want to. If, if anyone wants to, no, hear that. You don't, we don't have to do it that way. I can just put it on, okay? <laughs> you got a free spot, you can add it. <laughs> okay, uh, no, but look, anyway, the reason I'm recommending huh. this is they, they concert by candlelight, uh, you'll find them on Instagram. They do, um, they do Ooh. events all over the country and they're genuinely really good. It's a great, obviously, it's a they've reorganized the musical pieces to accommodate just for. Um, string quartet players rather than a whole fuck off orchestra yeah. um, and what I quite liked about it and it's kind of what you were saying about um, the how you didn't really notice the score because of so much going on on the screen in, in the thing Yeah, um, they didn't show any movie clips to go along with it so you really were able to just focus on kind of the complexity of what goes into a score and like yeah. Hans Zimmer's composed some absolute brilliant movies and picturing the scenes in my head as opposed to seeing them on a screen where I'd be watching something and distracting myself, it really made me hear all the minor little details that go into um, music. And it's it's a medium that I am very untalented in. I know how to play four chords <clears throat> on the guitar and that's about it. But yeah. like, it's it's just something that it's like, my God, it's such... When you, li- when you listen to some tracks laid bare, and you know, not all of them are like this, and Hans Zimmer's had some misses, but when you listen to some of the tracks laid bare performed by very talented people, it's just, you go, Oh my God, this is lovely. Um, and yeah, I've, I've, I haven't really, I've always, I guess I've always a part of me as, uh, watching movies. That's the score is often the thing I appreciate the least. Like I often, it often goes unnoticed. It has to really stand out for me to, to notice it. Yeah. Um, and that's just by nature of it gets buried under dialogue and sound effects and everything else. So yeah, it was a great experience. Did they do, um, so they did and it made me laugh because he was like you know we're going to focus on some because Hans Zimmer did the Dark Knight trilogy and he did Man of Steel and he did Wonder Woman and it made me laugh because he was like there was obviously no like people that people that were there were obviously there because they they just wanted a nice night out. They didn't really know all of the in-depth stuff. Yeah. Um, so there was a fun call and response. And the first thing, he opened with time. Yeah. Um, bum, and then bum, said, obviously everyone will know bum, that was. And bum. then put an audience to the, uh, put the mic to the audience. No one said a word. And mm. I wasn't going to be the only one that said anything. So unfortunately I had to let this guy die. I would have. I could have won the audience. And I, I could have done too, <laughs> but I didn't want to. I just wanted to sit there and enjoy <laughs> <laughs> and not have everyone for the rest of the show thinking that guy's a proper fucking loser. Did um, they do this one? Where's this from again? This is Flight from Man of Steel. Oh, yes. Yes, they did do that one. Mm. Um, oh, no, actually, tell a lie. So they ended with Pirates of the Caribbean and then they that was their encore song. Man of Steel. Ah. Um, but no, when they did when they did Wonder Woman... Um, the only good thing from that movie, by the way. It's a great score, to be fair. Terrible um, movie, though. <laughs> we've got an episode on it. Um, yeah, no, the, the, it did make me laugh that he just called the song Wonder Woman. And I was like, <laughs> I actually... I'll have you know that that is Is She With You by Hans Zimmer <laughs> and Junkie XL, a song that I have memed many a time. Um <laughs> So I, I was having a little smirk to myself at that. But anyway, uh, that's enough music. Nathan, what are you recommending this week? 
Did they do that one song from the... Okay, the, it's not enough music. No. Did they do that one song from The Dark Knight, which is just the same thing for like 10 minutes? I think so, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like, there was certainly a Dark Knight. But I don't like the score for The Dark Knight. No, I find neither it very, do I, to be It's honest. very it's, not Batman. It's it's also too samey. Like, you yeah. listen to The Dark Knight soundtrack and like every song sounds the same. Yeah, Bruce is doing something cool. It's just that over and over again. Uh, yeah it's very yeah. it's it is that over and over yeah it's um, no do, 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 do. best batman score that's a very good score Ooh. oh it's best. very good i like the ones where it goes do, 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 in the 60s <laughs> yeah lego batman had a good score i think and some uh, needle drops can't even remember yeah the, that's the soundtrack though that doesn't count yeah i know but still um, I don't like it when you're interested in my recommendations. They go on for too long. <laughs> go back to just saying whatever sounds dumb and then moving on. <laughs> All right, whatever sounds dumb. Cool. Um, Lawrence, I watched a um, a documentary this Ooh. week um, about the making of my favorite video game. <gasps> I uh, need to check this out. Is it any good? Yes, it's very good. Yes, I watched Grounded 2, um, mm. which is the, the making of The Last of Us Part 2. Um, very interesting documentary. Very, very good stuff. Um, it came out this past week. It, obviously, as I mentioned, it's all about the making of The Last of Us. Um, what I found intriguing about it is it's it's very honest. It, it's not like Naughty Dog just put out like this, like, hey, we're a great company and we never do anything wrong. And like, okay. you know, we, we famously treat our workers very well and there's absolutely no crunch whatsoever and it's all great. They're very yeah. honest about like, no, we fucked up like quite a bit throughout this whole process. Like we took some oh. very wrong steps throughout the whole process and stuff. And there's people like questioning like Neil Druckmann's leadership and like steps that they made during the development of the game and how like stressful the whole process was for a lot of people working on it and stuff. And you know, there's a clip going around on Twitter about fucking um Laura Bailey and like the reaction she got and like I've seen some of this stuff the, right? like it was the threatening death, her newborn son yeah, or something death threats to her newborn son which is oh. fucking horrific man um, but yeah Imagine really good caring enough about anything to threaten a baby I, how much of an absolute fucking insane cunt do you have to be <sighs> to threaten someone's newborn baby because you didn't like a part they played in a video game what the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? It's man. just insane, man. Yeah. Like, it's so also, like, fucking like, stupid. Also, like, for Laura Bailey as well, like, I'm sure she has a lot of, like, <clears> she put a lot into the character. I'm sure she helped flesh out She Abby did an amazing to... job. Yeah, she did an incredible job. But, like, mm. she didn't write the fucking thing. <laughs> no. It's, it's, at the end of the day, it is a job. Leave her alone. Like, and also, fucking, like... <laughs> You misunderstand it, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Fucking engage with the story, man. Oh, I, uh, it, well, it reminds me of one of my so favorite. I've seen there was like there was like um someone drew like a concept art of what could be the Last of Us Part Three, and it was like Ellie and Abby teaming up, and like in the replies to that, there was so many like, no, we don't want this. We hate Abby. I'm like, oh my god. Jesus. Just fucking engage with the story. It's been four years, seconds. guys. I know, mate. Just it, Oh my god. Ellie should have killed Ab. No, she shouldn't. That's the whole fucking point of the game. <laughs> you idiot. It, it reminds me, Laura Bailey uh, just like coming on and voicing a character mm. and then getting all this. Like it it reminds me of one of my favorite uh, mm. Mr. Sunday quotes from a video 
um, mm. where he's 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 talking about how people a lot of people in the uh, re-release of the Star Wars uh, originals, like the 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 twentieth anniversary specials, um, how a lot of them a lot of people watched the documentary on it and were like, this producer guy is them like Rick McCullen or something. His name is yeah. Um, people were like, this guy just kisses George's George Lucas's ass. This guy just does whatever George Lucas says. This guy, this guy, the producer that George Lucas hired to help him make these things, just does whatever George Lucas wants. And James just goes, yeah, that was his job. <laughs> He's paid to do what a director of a movie tells him to do. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it's like, like I don't know. I, I like to picture these fucking incels that are like. Oh, it couldn't be me. I'll never go into an office and do my spreadsheet until my boss tells me to, in which case I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it's, 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 it's whatever. People are fucking insane. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it is a, it's a really good documentary. It's like a great insight into like how the game all came together and stuff. And, you know, they talk about like, you know, the very famously, like it leaked just a few months before it came out and stuff, and how that affected yeah. everything, and you know how COVID affected the production as well and stuff. And I and know yeah. people that still to this day, like those leaks were so catastrophic mm. for like, I mean, like the video game performed very well, like it, it sold a lot of copies. It, but it's like, very good, yeah, yeah. But for the for the fan base in general, like there were people that heard about a certain character uh, not being. When a thing happens, yeah. When a big thing happens, yeah. Right, they heard about that and how it happened, and I've asked them since on it and mm -hmm. said like, "What did you hear?" And they said, this, 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 and this, and I was like, "Well, that's all wrong. Like, it's it's it, it gets there in a roundabout sense, but the context yeah. is very wrong." Yeah. And like, also some like some characters in general, the descriptions they have of them, I'm just like, "Nope, that's just wrong. That's not true." Yeah. yeah. It's very insane how much like those leaks damaged the game's reputation amongst a certain demographic. I saw I saw one comment and it was someone saying that like um they they played the game up until a thing happened and then they just stopped and refused to play anymore. And I'm like, Well, you're a fucking idiot. Imagine though. being that boring. You're just you're just you <laughs> You're a tiny little baby who cannot yeah. engage with a fucking story, okay? I won't say it didn't hit me hard. Nathan and I, we both stayed up that very night, played yeah. it up until pretty much the exact same point. You, 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 I think you got there first and you text me saying, call me after. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, I, I remember looking at my phone and being like, after what? Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, know. carried on playing. Then I called Nathan after. Yeah. Right? And we were both like... Time for bed, we reckon. <laughs> just a but very like, sad time. That's the whole fucking point of it, though. Yes, it's, yeah. supposed, it's, it's so fucking intentional to elicit that reaction for you. You're supposed to feel sad. You're supposed to hate this person. You're supposed to want revenge. You're supposed to engage <sighs> with the story in that way so that when you do get to later events, you yep. experience another story in another way. It's... Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's for it's, it forces you to reframe your perspective. Exactly. And you're supposed it's, to go, oh well, if I felt like that for that, mm -hmm. then am I hypocritical mm. for not feeling this about this? It frustrates me so much that people just refuse to engage with what, in my opinion, is one of the fucking greatest stories ever told. I genuinely yeah. love it so much. I, um, I that's the thing. I I, I just <clears throat> I don't think you can ever validly critique something if you gave up or cast preconceived exactly. dispersions on it. Like I don't yeah. think you can ever say outright it's bad because I didn't get it. And it's like, yeah, well, like if you played it all and and it just wasn't for you, fair enough. You know, that's yeah. that's absolutely fine. But just completely 
fucking throwing your toys out of the pram and refusing to engage. It's just yeah, it's grow it's, up. It, it's real, real sad and just yeah. kind of, kind of a like it's just it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> to be honest. It's very, it's cringe, mate. Yeah, it's so cringe. finally pure cringe. Finally pure cringe. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, anyway yeah, that's so... my recommendation slash rant for this week. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, no, I will check that out. I've, I've been meaning to get to that. It's on my letterboxed watch list. Um, well, it's on my letterbox logged. No, <laughs> he's logged it before me. <laughs> I've logged it. Yeah. God damn. Uh, all right. Thank you very, very much for listening. Watch uh, it on. You... Watch it on the actual game as well. Watch it on the Last of Us because, like, mm. no YouTube ads. So. There you I go. mean, I don't, I don't get them anyway, but I don't want to flex on you guys. <laughs> do you have premium? <laughs> yeah, you do. You know this, right? <laughs> you did Lauren, too, not too long ago. I know, but I got, I've stopped. I had to stop. Don't and, be. I don't. I'm not uh, having you cover me. But oh, you've, you pay for that. So do you. Sometimes. I'm not, I don't. I don't anymore. I had to. But I, I won't be. I'm not going to judge a man for paying for YouTube premium because trust Thank me, you. I get it. I <laughs> fucking hell. It, it, <laughs> I I will be again soon, but like fucking hell, it's yeah. it's tough out here, man. It's, but for the time being, if you want to avoid yeah. those ads, watch it on the game. Yeah, watch it on the game. Yeah. It's great. Um, thank you very very much for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, then you can leave us a little five star review. It'd be much appreciated. You can do that on your podcast platform of choice, uh, especially Apple. That'd be great because you can leave a little message. You can write something. Uh, and it, it warms mine and Nathan's heart to read some of the nice things that you guys say. Uh, Apparently week, this thing oh. on Spotify is a Q&A feature, I've heard. Apparently yes. that's what it is. I don't know if it's consistent. I think it comes up sometimes. Well, you, you <laughs> asked one to one of ours, and like, but where does that go? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so it, 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 <laughs> we, we have no idea where to get them. But maybe If, we'll if it says, it did you enjoy this episode on a Q&A thing, and you can type in and submit a thing, right? Yeah. You're welcome to do that, but you may as well be sending it to God. We have no fucking clue where that goes. Into the ether somewhere. But still do it. We'll figure it out. We'll find, we'll find it. it eventually, but yeah. if you if you send us a time-sensitive message, <laughs> that's not the best place to do it. <laughs> uh, just a heads up. Um, next week, Nathan, we are going to be doing this, and I'm quite excited for it. Did you locate the weapon? Yeah, it's just a kid. Are you going to heaven? No. You gotta be a good person to go to heaven. So, we're just saying, we can't go to heaven because you're not good. And I'm not a person. Ah, robots. Robots indeed. Or maybe not robots. Who knows? Uh, Nathan, we have another podcast, don't we? (laughs) We do, Lawrence. It's called Still Got Legs. It's our Doki Who rewatch podcast where every week we're watching an episode uh, of the revival era. Uh, we're coming to the end of David Tennant's run in the Ooh. last uh, few episodes. Just three more to go at time of recording. Um, so, yeah, get involved. Stay tuned. Fucking tune in. Do whatever. Fucking listen to it, cans. <laughs> See if we can. <laughs> no, we do. We put more we effort do. into that one. Yeah, um, please do. <laughs> yeah, go listen to that one instead. <laughs> but don't abandon ship here. All right. No, listen to them both. They're both we're, good. We're doing Mario next week. You wouldn't want to miss it. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. We will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. I was a thing all along. No! <laughs> Thank you.
Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.